Hi everyone, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to the new edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod coming to you from the QRL studios in uh, Brisbane where I'm with Steve Renoff as we get down to the pointy end of the season. Steve, how, how are you going firstly? Getting good mate, going very well. Um, very excited about the, the run into the finals and as you say, there's not, not long to go. I believe you've been up in Catherine, is that right? Yeah, up in Catherine. Um, I, went, I was in Darwin first off and then uh, headed down to Catherine for the Catherine races. What a, what a good day that was on Saturday. And um, so we're guests of the turf club up there. So my partner and I, Fiona, went up and had a lovely weekend. And Sunday had the uh, the river cruise on the Catherine Gorge. I tell people, go and do that. Um, you know, you can go up yourself if you want. There's a guy on there by himself, but the, you want to take someone with you. It was a beautiful afternoon. Good stuff. Any, any, any rugby league engagements up there? No. no? No, no, no. Well, that that was an engagement anyway. Um, they, they, it's funny enough. The territory, it's, you'd be amazed how much they do follow the NRL uh, out of Darwin, Catherine. Um, obviously, they love their AFL, but rugby league is very popular. Is it? Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it's you sort of get um, when you're up there, you get recognised more. So you just think you wouldn't. Um, but it, they do love their rugby league up there. So people knew who the pearl was. Oh, they knew the pearl. If <laughs> 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 I just said Google it, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. But uh, no, look, they love their rugby league. It's funny enough. I was at the Mindel Markets on um, Thursday night afternoon, and um, I was just trying to think, and I ran into a Parramatta legend, and you know his name has just left me. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. It obviously terrible. wasn't Steve Ella. No, it wasn't. I would have gone off as Steve Ella. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, it's terrible. Uh, another Indigenous player. That's terrible. I shouldn't, it wasn't I shouldn't Steve have Edge, Ray Higgs, no? No, no, no. no, no, no. no. He was a back. Um, Neil Hunt. No, no, not Neil. <laughs> Neil Hunt. He's a, he's, that's a blast from the past, Neil Hunt. Uh, we can't think who it might have been. Well, it wasn't oh, Brett Kenny or Peter Sterling. I, no, I guess no. we can rule them that's out. You'd terrible. remember their names, wouldn't you? Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. I shouldn't have mentioned it because I feel bad now. <laughs> no, well, you'll come back to it, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> but we better, we better get into the um, the footy. Uh, there's yeah. a lot happened in the last few days, that's for sure. Uh, Nathan Brown's uh, agreed to part ways uh, with the Newcastle Knights. Uh, look, Brownie obviously came there and, and had a pretty um, tough run the first two years with a, a squad that you know he was trying to rebuild. He's had two years with with a pretty good squad with Mitchell Pearce, yeah. Callum Ponger, and now David Clemmer, but he hasn't got the results that that you need in football. It's a results business. Well, and it what is. Do you I make mean, of it. It's a right call. I don't know. I really, I'm not. I'm not that confident that it is. I mean. Uh, they've had a, a, a fairly good season, comparable, to be honest. They've, they've had a good run there. They're still sniffing around the eight. Um, what if they make the eight? Um, is that a fail season from where they've been in the past? I, you know, in the past few years? I, I think, um, look, Nathan can be his own worst enemy at times, I, I think. But, um, you know, there, there needs to be a lot of questions asked. I mean, you go back um, Wayne Bennett, Wayne Bennett's time there and... Um, you know, and the hierarchy, you know, shot him down in flames, and now they're shooting Nathan down in flames. I mean, do they ever take responsibility? Well, I think uh, Nathan's gone to them, and basically, it seems like he's preempted this himself. From what well, I he's, well, he's heard he's heard a conversation, and um, so you know that uh, they were looking elsewhere um, mm. for, for coaches. I mean, you'd be I'd be filthy about that too, you know, but. 
But you know, I, I just think they're they're a bit more. They probably need to look in the mirror, the the admin or whoever's running the show there, um, because you, you, I just you know, you're blaming coaches left, right, and centre. Well, he's actually done a fair job with them. He, he's got that group. Look look at the good footy they have been playing this year. Mm. When you say he's his own worst enemy, I, 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 we were just talking before we came on this show. And um, he's had a bit of a swipe at Wayne Bennett here today mm. uh, where he said that um, there'll always be a job for coaches like me when there's selfish coaches around who ruin football clubs. I, I think he's kidding himself there. I oh, really I, do. I, what do you think of that comment? If it is a dig at Wayne, that, that's that's totally inappropriate. Um, I, I don't... I don't believe that. I, I, you know, and for him to say that, I mean, it just show, it shows a little bit of immaturity. He's had a couple of actions over the years that show a little bit of immaturity, mm. uh, and you can't do that when you're a head coach. Um, you know, so he's had a few uh, verbal and physical blowouts, um, you know, that have been recorded over the years, and he's just got to be very careful. I mean, there'd be a lot of clubs who, who won't want to pick him up, to be honest. Mm. Um, so you don't want that name. Um, so you know he, he's just got to he's just got to watch watch his step going forward if he wants to be a successful um, head mm. coach. Well, my, my point there is he's had two years with a very good squad and they haven't made the eight. They they should be in the eight this year. I'm, mm. I'm sorry they they started poorly. They had a good run. Mm. They've got um, high quality players, uh, guys like Ponga and Pierce and Clemmer and Glasby, guys like that. Mm. Uh, Saifidi, they should be going better than what they are. So it's, it's up to you, you can't blame anyone. Yeah, I think when you've had two years <clears throat> with with the sort of the team that he wants, yeah, um, and that team should have been in the eight. Well, he got so the team he wanted, I think, and that's probably more the point. He mm. hasn't been able to deliver with them. No, no, but like you say, uh, they haven't gone. They haven't been diabolical. In, in actual no. fact, for a while there, we thought they were a top four side. I do think that's played into it. The fact that they were looking like a top four side and then fell away again. Yeah, and it's that yeah. happens. Uh, yeah. That happens in a season. You know, mm. There's ebbs and flows, and yep. they they are very uh, they're guilty of that this year. Well, it'll be interesting to see who who does get the job. Uh, Craig Fitzgibbon has um, who's at the Roosters, of course, has um, has ruled himself out of the equation. Um, I, I don't think there'd be too many people putting their hand up to go there. Uh, Kevin Walters yeah. not shown any interest, and I, I saw that on, on social media, and I said it's, it's nearly it's a bit of a poison chalice there, to be honest, hmm. at the well, moment. Well, there's talk that Adam O'Brien might be the, the front runner Who's uh, at the moment, uh, for, <laughs> formerly with the Melbourne Storm as an assistant coach. Okay, he, um, He's uh, formerly, yeah, he, he, um, he had a big raps when he was down there at Melbourne, so... He's a contender. We'll have to see what happens. Um, I imagine Anthony Griffin will come into the equation. Uh, Shane Flanagan won't be coming into the equation, okay. uh, yeah. I believe. So big, big times ahead for the Newcastle Knights to get to get it right to get their next coach. Yeah, look, right. I, and look, I, I say that you know, but I just I just look at what's happened in the past few years with the, the last two coaches there and. Um, you know, does anyone want that? But then you got to look at the playing group. It's a fair group, hmm. so you know it'd be good if someone get in there and actually get them to where they, but they should be. Hmm. Well, there's a lack of discipline, a lack of focus on the field. I, I believe at times they, if they fall right away and don't don't do the job, it, it makes you wonder what's going on behind the scenes there with that team. Yeah, uh, exactly. whether whether their minds are fully on the job because they they should be going a lot better than they are. Okay, Steve. Well, <clears throat> we'll have a look at some other issues in the game shortly. But um, getting into the round, one of the form teams of the competition, without a doubt, at the moment, and and 
tracking very nicely uh, is the Parramatta Eels. They win all three games that they've got coming up. They could easily finish in the top four. They're hosting their arch enemies, the Bulldogs. And both these teams coming off wins. uh, Obviously, the Eels were far too good for the Titans and the Bulldogs really outstanding against uh, South Sydney. Oh, look, you you know, this is is one for the ages, this game, I I think. You know, they're two... Historically, uh, it's a battle between you know Parramatta and, and the Bulldogs back in the day through the 80s and and the like. And the way the Bulldogs are playing, and we talked about this last week, I think Joel, that uh, they're up for anyone. They they can you know they can be uh, top eight killers, <laughs> you know, uh, going forward for the next couple of weeks. And are they good enough to beat Parramatta at that, Bank West? That, yeah. At Bank West, um, that that's another story. And we we talked about Parramatta. They they have got their their run into the finals is perfect. At the, you know, it, I don't think you'll see the legs fall off that. And um, you know, I, I just think the way they've sort of built their season, they, they've they're doing really well. Uh, they're going to be hard to beat, especially at Bank West. So, you know, are, are the doggies good enough? I'm, I'm not sure. Well, Junior Paolo's back for the uh, Eels, yeah. so that's a good in for them. Very impressed with Kieran Foran last week. Look, I, I've been a big fan of his for so long. I, I was always hoping that he'd be able to get back to the form that he showed at Manly uh, when he was just outstanding. And it's such a brave 5-8, takes the line on. You know, he, he really is a touch of class when he's in the team. Yeah, he is. He uh, is. Mitchell Moses, though, one of the form players in the competition for, for the Eels, uh, one of the form players in the competition and for the Eels, he's been wonderful. His kicking game's been fantastic. He yeah. try, he's try assists. Uh, just every week he's setting up tries, and he plays with a lot of confidence behind that pack. Really like uh, what he's doing. Yeah, and look, he, and if Parramatta, you know, if he's playing good, Parramatta's playing good, and it sort of showed that the the games where they did they weren't going so well. He he wasn't having great games, and was pointed out during the season. Um, usually when they they lose, he, he's not on, on the ball, but uh, he's been consistent, I tell you, at the back end of this year, and he's the reason why they, they, they are where they are, I think, on the ladder. Mm. Well, sometimes a halfback can, as you know so well, Steve, with Alan Langer uh, in, in the Broncos team, can drag the rest of the players with him, even if the forwards aren't firing. Although I think the Parramatta forwards have gone well, but Moses is one of those Well, there's players. a few teams like this year. Kiri for, for the Roosters, is, he sits in that category as, the, as well. Um, you know, I, I think you'll see during the year when he had a, he had a bit of time out that they they probably didn't play as well. Um, it's that missing link, and it's a very important link. And I think you go to South and Reynolds is very much the same there. They struggle when Reynolds is on, on you know on his game. Yeah, exactly. We're both tipping the Eels. I take it here, yes, even yeah. though we I expect this to be a battle and a half. Uh, oh, don't worry. Canterbury will come there ready to play, and it, it won't be an easy win. It's great that the, the both these sides are in form at the moment uh, on, on good winning runs because this game, um, when I grew up yeah. in the 80s, watching these two sides, you know, they, they, they won four premierships each in the 1980s and, and played against each other in some titanic battles in, um, in big games, in grand finals. So it's it's a game that's got a lot of history. It's something you can get really excited about. Oh, mate, I, I, yeah. I picture it now, yeah. Jeff Robinson, he's out there, you know. Mick Cronin, you know, back in the day. Ray Price. Ray Price. You know, just, you know, the ground was muddy. It was dirt. Mm. <laughs> there wasn't any grass back then during winter on, on the fields. and you, I, I can see the games now, and they, they were classics. They were. They were indeed. 
Okay, um, Friday night, the, the Cowboys are hosting the Panthers. Um, very sad news this week mm. that Matt Scott had had a stroke. He's re- been recovering in hospital. That that was um, devastating news to hear. Uh, we, we were all hoping that Matt's okay. Uh, yeah. What, what was your thoughts on that? Yeah, very, very, um, you know, surprised. And, you know, you know that that's, you know, it, it's sad, you know, for Matt and his family. But, you know, from all reports... Um, you know he, he's going to be okay out of it, but um, you know he, he's such a good bloke and a great player. Um, yeah, when you hear stuff like that happen, it, it's you know it's never good, and you just probably you say thankful um, that um, he, he's going to be okay out of it from from what the, the, all the reports are saying. And so you know all the best to, to Matt and his family, and you know hope everything goes well. Mm, well, that is the indication, which is good news yeah. that he's going to be okay. Uh, obviously, he's retiring at the end of this year after a st- an absolutely stellar career. It's, he's been one of the great props of the modern era. To 22 Tests, 22 Origins, yeah. Premiership. Amazing. You know, one of the great, um, one, certainly one of the best props that we've seen in the last um, 10 or 15 yeah. years. Inherited the mantle that um, was left behind by the likes of Webke and Sivan Asiva. Yeah. And for Queensland, um, he, he was uh, a wonderful contributor to that. A run, uh, a premiership winner with the Cowboys, a leader, and uh, we, we do wish uh, Matt Scott well. But there's a game for the Cowboys to play. Um, there's a few changes that have been made here. Of course, well, Scott Bolton comes into the starting side. Um, I think this is a good move by by Paul Green to move Kahu uh, into the centres and put Murray Tualangi onto the wing and, yeah. and, and Hess onto the bench because <laughs> I think you said last week, Steve, in your column, <laughs> The Cohen Hess in the centres. Uh, look, it was a forced move for the yeah. Cowboys through injuries, but it's never going to work. Never going to work. No, was it? it wasn't, and you know you feel for him because you know he he's put his hand up and good on him. Um, but you know he he would have felt like a fish out of water, yeah, mm. to be honest. Um, so you know it, it was a forced move they had to make. So it, that does make sense. Good to see Jordan back in the centres. Now he can play anywhere in the back line, obviously, and hopefully they'll benefit from it. Mm. Jason Tamalolo has been named as a reserve for this game. Uh, he's an outside chance of playing apparently after that foot injury. The Panthers they were, they were awful against the Broncos. They they came up here. Um, we both thought we both chipped the Broncos last week, and I thought before they came up here, I'd, I've seen Penrith come up to the Suncorp Stadium of late and not play well. I sort of had a feeling they were going to dish up what they did. It was error riddled. Um, it was immature, like. Uh, Ivan Cleary said they they let the Broncos um, dominate them, gave them a chance, and the Broncos took it. Um, Josh Mansour is out. Stephen Crichton, the young 18-year-old's um, back on the wing. Mm-hmm. Um, so and Jerome Luai's back from an eye injury and on the bench. But this is a game that the Panthers are in um, a situation where now the Cronulla Sharks have gone ahead of them on points differential. They have to win this game. It, it, it's a massive game for Penrith up there at the Cowboys, who will yeah. be, you would think, uh, rallying around Matt Scott, wanting to play well anyway, but wanting to play well um, for him as well. I don't know how, what sort of effect that that's going to have, but this is a game Penrith simply must win. Yeah, Penrith, um, you know, they they both got a lot. I think more so on the latter. Penrith got a lot more to play for, um, and as you say, there's going to be a lot of emotion from the other side from the Cowboys. So. Look, even with that emotion, I think Penrith, they got a lot, like I said, we were talking about it, they got a lot to play for. Um, they, they can't play as bad as they did last week, um, you'd like to think. 
Um, I saw Ivan Cleary like to think that as well. So I'm going to back the Panty Panthers because, um, as I said, they just got too much to play for coming into this final series. I'm going to back them as well, uh, not with any confidence. No. <laughs> their their defence needs a big overhaul. They're missing far too many tackles yeah. for a team that wants to play finals 40. Even when they beat the Sharks, they, they miss something like sixty ta- uh, mm-hmm. over 60 tackles. It's just you can't do that in, 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 no, in the modern yeah. game and expect to win too many games. So that that's an area that that um, they have to fix. And the Cowboys will be looking to throw that throw a lot at them, I'd imagine, to keep them... Oh, uh, my, my heart, and I never really said this too much about the Cowboys over the years, but uh, my heart obviously loved the Cowboys to win it, but um, I just think Penrith, um, with their chance still in that eight, um, they really need this win. Mm. OK, the blockbuster on Friday night, Steve, the Broncos... Under Anthony Seabold up against um, Bennett, uh, uh, Bennett's Rabbitohs. Wayne's the, back in town. Wayne is, well, he's back in town for the first time as Rabbitohs coach against the Broncos. He's been here, obviously, magic round coaching the Rabbitohs, but uh, the first time as the Rabbitohs coach. And, and what is a cr- contrast, aside from the the two coaches who'll be sitting in the box, uh, the little build-up will be about them. It's already started. Um, but... What a contrast. The Broncos have been in form. Yeah. Uh, winning form. They've only lost one of their last seven games. The, Bron- the Rabbitohs have been on a, a losing streak. Their last uh, three, the last ten, I think it is. So yeah. the, something's got to give here for the Rabbitohs. They're on the slide. Um, something um, Anthony Seabold said in the press conference, fairly innocuous, about um, the um, Rabbitohs throwing a lot at you. Uh, this year as they did last year under him. It seems to have got a, underneath the skin of some of the Rabbitohs players. So it's already started. The the, the fizz is already yeah. fizzing in behind the scenes here. And there's a doubt over Sam Burgess being available. Um, they're going to give him till later in the week. At this stage, he's been named and uh, will play. He'll play, yeah. <clears throat> so just firstly, it, it's a, before we look at some other aspects of this game... Uh, Wayne, he, he, he really, the players seem to have indicated Wayne's got, got under them and given them a rocket, uh, got them really fired up for this one. Yeah, and not he would, surprising. Not surprising at all. Um, you know, the, these are the games that Wayne, um, you know, takes personal. Um, but, you know, he he will be pushing those boys to, to give every you know, every bit of, uh, st- you know, strength of whatever they got out there um, on, on Friday night now. It, it, there's going to be a lot of chat around this game, as you mentioned, Joel, and um, you know, with with Anthony Seabold, uh, they did the big swap, Rooney. But uh, I tell you what, see, I, I'm I'm more impressed with what uh, Seabs is doing at the moment with the team. He he's really has turned them around. I think the way um, yeah, he's, he's winning. That's mm. that's what you need to be doing at this time of the year, and he he's done that. And and Wayne sort of done the flip on it with with the rabbits. Uh, you know, as you say, they're. they're They've been losing, and they just don't they don't look like they're in sync at, at the moment, the Rabbits. They're, they're a bit all over the shop. I, I think uh, Reynolds is carrying a bit of an injury. Uh, a couple of games back, he got targeted um, you know, by Munster and came off for, for Melbourne that night. Um, so, yeah, not sure uh, where they're at. And as I said, I mentioned him before, that uh, for Rabbits to be going well, Reynolds needs to be playing well. Um, but he's been a bit off the ball as well. So, you know, this is going to be, obviously, it's going to be a tough match. Wayne will have the boys up, um, but I think I'm confident enough that Brisbane will, will get away at this win. Mm. Even even without Pengai Jr., obviously, that's another chat about him, you know, being suspended. Um, you know, very unlucky, I thought. Um, and I think you agree uh, with that sentence, but, um, you know, they just, they, there's nothing they can do now, and they just got to, they've got plenty of young forwards that, 
that they can fill and do the job, though. Well, I, I was expecting him to get a downgrade for that. Um, yeah. uh, it's been termed as a, as a crusher tackle. Oh. Look, to be honest, I don't think Tavita Pangai Jr. knows how to do a crusher tackle. Or if, he, <laughs> if he does, he's forgotten. Look, I think he's one of those guys that see the red mist descends and he just gets carried away. It was an unusual... I have, look, I've had a good look at it before we came uh, on the show, Steve, and it's, it, it's, it's an unusual sort of tackle. I haven't quite seen anything like it. It's not your traditional crusher tackle. Yeah, it's not and the I don't know that it was any intent there. Well, it was, it, it was, it the only was, thing I can say is, is it attacking the head, neck, shoulder. I mean, that, this is where the rules can get a bit blurred, you know, and I, I'm always a big fan. Okay, take the crusher tackle out of it. Mm. I'm a big fan. Stay away from this area, from from your neck, bottom of your neck to the top mm. of your head. Stay right away from there. Unfortunately, he made contact mm. with that, and that, so with his body coming down, I, I can see why they can. It's not your. It, it must. It's another categorised um, crusher tackle. <laughs> That's must be crusher tackle B or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was a tackle at the head, and I'm a big fan of stay away from the head. Mm. Yeah, look, I, I agree, and I think uh, Tavita was very repentant afterwards. Oh, I thought yeah. he handled himself fantastically he well, actually, after the um, the presser. He's a real character. I've had a lot to do with Tavita Pangai. Oh, lo- he's a lovely. I really boy. like him. I, I, I think um, I think he has got a silly Billy uh, sort of acting in him every now and again on a footy. Well, the silly Billy act. I, I, it was well, the last. There must be players you could think of, Joel, forwards back in the day that. Steve Roach, you know, the eyes, the eyes roll on the back of their heads. They, they don't really care. Gordy Tallis was probably one of them. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I'm not, you know it's not a criticism. I'm just no, saying no, no. it was one of those things where uh, Tavita's a, uh, almost like off the field. He's like a gentle giant. Yeah, yes. But he's such a big man. I think when he's out there, he's very competitive. Yeah. And, uh, and you I can't th- knock that, you know. And, no, you yeah. can't. And I, I just think... It was careless. It was careless. I think in that at that stage of the game, it just shows you how much Maloney must have gone under his skin. Because oh, yes, <laughs> it was the 79th minute of the game. <laughs> Like it wasn't as though it was needed to, no. to, to enforce some sort of uh, uh, message early in a game. Yeah, but Jimmy Maloney's never done anything wrong in the footy field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, Tavita's Gonski for five um, weeks, which is looks like he won't be playing again this year and might miss a couple of tests if the Broncos don't go deep into the finals. The good news for Brisbane is that Matt Gillett's back. Finally, yeah. Finally, from um, back and um, it, it, what else did he have? He had a... Did he have a groin, groin and back injury? Yes. So he's back in the team. Seebs has pulled a, um, an Alex Glenn rabbit out of the hat here. He's back as well from a few weeks there out. You go. So he's going to be defending at left centre on Jimmy Roberts. So that's not a bad move either. That's not a bad move, to, to be honest. And, um, you know, it, 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 it can be, you know, we can say it's hard, but I've watched it of late. It, it's not that hard to defend on Jimmy um, if you get it right. Um, Why is that? Oh, because he, he's easier to push back. It's, it's just about, you know, you don't give him space is basically it. Mm. Um, you just crowd him back in and, and, you know, get up on his outside, to be honest. Mm. Um, you know, and, and Jimmy, he, he, he just cut his options down. Uh, I think Alex Glenn will do that. Mm. Um, he's, he's Alex Glenn's got a history in the centres, mm. um, so they won't be lacking anything there. Mm. And how, how does Roberts uh, look? If Robert can Roberts win this game for South with some brilliance, and if so, how does he do it? He, he just needs good ball, mate. I mean, I, I'm, I'm one thing I do get frustrated, and I, I, I do love Jimmy, and I'm not frustrated with him, but I was frustrated when he was up here that he still doesn't get good clean ball or creative ball from his halves. Mm. He, he's getting the ball. Nine times out of ten, flat-footed. Here, Jimmy, do your best. 
Hmm. And, you know, at times he does pull it out. He does do his best, and he's shown it glimpses of that. But I, I, I just can't understand the way people cope. And, look, Wayne's probably <laughs> guilty. That Wayne's got him again, you know. I was, I was a bit frustrated the way Wayne um, had him playing up here, and it's sort of the similar down there. I, I'd just be giving him more space. I mean, hmm. I, I only know that from being in the team that used to do exactly that for me, to be hmm. honest. Hmm. Um, a, lot of my, a lot of my space was created for me. Because we had pace, and why not do the same for Jimmy the Jet? Is Kiri the great example with Luttrell? Yeah, well, he of, is. Of, of, of someone that can unlock. Like, Kiri seems to unlock uh, Mitchell, doesn't he? Yeah, and, and that's, you know, that's a thing Kevy and I had together. And, you know, I, I can't understand why someone can't build that with um, with, with Jimmy, you know. What if they do? What they will look out. I mean, as I said, he's only needs, he only needs half of. Mm. Half a half a centimeter, and he and he's gone, and mm. he's shown that in the past. So, yeah, that's my little gripe for for this session. You know, it's I still get frustrated for him um, watching him play. But um, look, I, I think this game, um, I, I think Brisbane are ripe for the win. I, I really do believe they they got South at the right time. Yeah, I'm, I'm tipping Brisbane as well. I, I'm honestly starting to feel like Zoe, any team with Payne Haas in it can win any <laughs> yeah. game. I mean, that try scored last week uh, against Penrith where he he barges through um, uh, Kikau and Tarmau, not exactly, no. uh, you know, sort of uh, lightweights, and then decides he's going to run around Dylan Edwards and does. Well, oh, that, that was phenomenal. Well, that's, like, that's one thing. When have you ever seen... Look, well, we've seen plenty of front rowers break that line. I haven't seen too many run around a fullback. <laughs> no. He did it with ease. No, he, well, he's the sort of player that... Uh, look, honestly believe, if, if he's running... If you're running out next to Payne Ars, you think you can win a game. Yeah. Don't you reckon? I mean, how, how, look, we'll talk, you'll talk some more about this in your column, I suppose, Steve, but uh, well, he, he, he's a he, remarkable he, player. Well, you know, we, we, we'll talk about that and, you know, how good was Glenn Lazarus? Well... He's probably the the best thing since Glenn Lazarus as a front rower, and I had the opportunity to play with Glenn for for a number of years. And uh, Glenn, for a big man, was very mobile. Um, yeah, a lot of cover defence. Payne Haas does that. Um, I've never seen Lazo run around a fullback though. But um, knowing Laz, he just used that big hip and bowl him over, and that's what he did a lot off the kickoff. But um, you know, obviously Lazo for me was probably my all time favourite um, in mm. a f- front row. Um, obviously being a Bronco front row and paying asses going down that track. Mm, he's a remarkable footballer, isn't he? He really is. So we're both tipping the Broncos here yep. in this game and uh, we'll, we'll stay tuned for the next 48 hours or so to see what more um, Bennett v Seabold stuff emerges. <laughs> oh, we, we had plenty of that in round eight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I did a big piece for NRL.com on Wayne's last days uh, at the Broncos. It was, it was quite interesting, yes. really, what unfolded then. And I'm sure the story, there's a lot more to it than that, what I knew. Was that from Wayne? What side was it from both? Well, I wrote the story. No, it, was, it wasn't about Anthony C, but it was about Wayne. It was more about Bennett's last days at the yeah. Broncos. And I was here. I was an eyewitness to events. I, I covered it. I, I did speak to Wayne behind the scenes and at end of the Broncos as well, obviously, the, the, um, the, for the official uh, point of view. But uh, it, 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 it's always going to be intriguing into the future, I think, how that unfolded. And I'm sure over the, over the years, more will come out yeah. about what really did transpire behind the scenes. Because we don't often get it at the time. Sometimes no, uh, things right. emerge later on as to what, what really happened. Okay, moving on to Saturday at Points Bet Stadium down there at Shark Park. We've got the Sharks um, hosting the Warriors. 
uh, that's going to be um, another game that's going to be very decisive on this final eight. The Sharks are in the eight. They need to keep winning. And they, <laughs> they won ugly, didn't they? Oh, they did. They did win against ugly. Against the Dragons. That was a terrible game. Terrible that, game of football. I think we tipped the Dragons, didn't we? I did. Well, well we did. We both tipped them. <laughs> uh, justice was done in the end there when um, Bronson Sherry uh, raced away to score. There was some conjecture over that try after um, Wade Graham had, had touched it, it turns out. But uh, looking at the replays, and as we've seen since, he was actually behind Cherry, so it didn't hmm. make any difference uh, at all. Yes. Uh, that's the sort of gritty, grindy, um, grapply sort of win that the, the Sharks, maybe they needed that. They, they, definitely, they definitely needed it. They definitely needed it, but they needed something. You know, mm. the, the, you know the poor old coach, he, he hasn't been that happy of late and well, I don't blame him to be honest but uh, he'll take that um, yeah and you know pushing forward he's got the, got the Warriors I mean the Warriors just capitulated capitulated um, you know they, they were looking okay for a part of that match and just went awry for them hmm. um, so you know I, I, I don't know once again it's we got a it's terrible to say but we got a typical Warriors team um, that's been around for a lot of years and I, I can't see when you look at the two it's at Shark Park I mean even if they do put up a battle Cronulla will grind this out and mm. they'll just grind them out of the game to be honest well Fafita's back for Cronulla from, yeah, a, well, knee, from a knee injury Fusatua is back for, and Isaac Luke's back too as starting hooker so there's some good ins for both sides there um a really nasty injury last week, a shocker to Jared Beale. He's had a terrible run with injuries, and against mm. the wrists, his his kneecaps um, uh, split in half. By the yeah. it was a shocker of, a, of an injury. Heart goes out to him really because yeah. he's battled so hard and been so courageous. To and he's back. a good lad too, Jared. And he's Bill. a great guy, yeah. and uh, he's come back from some really bad injuries. So we hope he can come back from this one. But um, yeah. The, the, the Warriors, they were in the game against the Roosters, fell away. Yeah. They, they, they can't make the eight. Uh, I, I think their, their season's they done. It, it is done, yeah. You know, look, hopefully they come out and give it give a good account for themselves. But Cronulla, just, once again, they've got too much to play for. They'd be happy with that win. They're going to have a positive week down there training. They'll be ready to go. Okay, uh, I agree. I'm, I'm tipping the Sharks there. West Tigers are hosting the Knights at Campbelltown Stadium. Uh, both these teams still uh, an outside chance of playing finals football, but they'd have to win all three games uh, to have any chance of doing that. Uh, for and against is not going to help the Tigers. The Knights have got a better for and against, and they're coming off a win, a much-needed win that they had last week. So, jeez, uh, it's hard to know. Josh Reynolds is... Um, in it hooker after unfortunately Jacob Little had that uh, season ending knee yeah, injury yep. so uh, that's 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 one thing for, oh, look at for, for them and for the Knights of course they're playing now for, uh, for a coach who's been um, made aware that he's not going to be at the club next year they've got a lot to play for Newcastle um, you know that to me they still got the on paper they got the better team um, I, I think that they will rally. I think they'll rally here and um, and get away with a win here. I, I'd, I'd like to see Newcastle do it. Um, if they're going to do it against anyone, um, you know, it'd be you know the Tigers. And the strength Tigers. And the strength sure. Tigers. Um, you know, Robbie Farah's obviously gone. Um, I don't think he's going. He did make a mention that he'd play with one leg. 
I don't know how that'd go though. But at um, the end of the year, yeah, that's the last game he's targeted. Yeah, <laughs> run out there with nothing to chop it off. I think, oh jeez. But um, and he does. He loves his footy. He loves his club. But look, I just, I just can't. I'd like to think that Newcastle want to, you know, they st- there's still a chance. I know they both still are. But I think on paper, um, you look at the pl- the playing group. Newcastle are the team who could, you know, win this quite easily and keep marching on into the finals. Mm, well, they need to finish on 26 points if they're going to do it, and that yeah. that's not necessarily going to be enough. Yeah. But it's, Depending uh, on how it falls. Yeah, uh, exactly. But they, 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 they still want to be winning this game on the weekend. Well, they have to win it if they want to play yeah. finals footy. Yes, yeah, so I'm tipping the Knights as well, yeah. Steve. We're on the same page. I think they've got more to play for. Although the Tigers have got a lot to play for too, but I, I just think the Tigers' season looks like it. It just looks a bridge too far to me, yeah. and I think they miss Farah so much. Uh, it's not funny. Okay, uh, the next game is at Jubilee Oval, Cogra Jubilee Oval. Uh, the Dragons are hosting the Roosters. Oh, gee, mm. I'd like to see the Dragons win this, but I, I, I can't see it. No, this is on the other side, a bit of a. A local derby as well, really, um, on on this side of the shire. So, but I, when you when you as you said, Joel, you look at the two teams. I I just can't see um, St George coming to the table here on this. And the Roosters is far too good. Um, they'll be on this off. They you know this is personal too. I mean they, they have some great clashes over the years. Uh, these two clubs and you know the, I think the Roosters will want to go there and obviously uh, put the flame out of the Dragons at home. Mm. Well, I, I've, the, the Roosters of late have sold me that they're more than likely to go back-to-back. That's the sort of team they are. They look like they've got another gear. When they put their foot down, you just can't go with them. The Dragons have got a good side on paper, but unfortunately they just haven't been able to put it together. There's far too many things going wrong during games, and I think if they're not nearly perfect, the Roosters will beat them. They, well, they won't well, be able to well, get away with what they they dished up against the Sharks, well, for instance, and expect to go anywhere near the Roosters. Well, outside of where these two teams are sitting on the table and how they've been playing, you look at the two forward packs and you think, oh, this is a these two will just cancel each other out. But with the confidence the Roosters are playing with, they're, they're going to steamroll mm. uh, the Dragons. I, I think it's unfortunate to say, and you know, and. Um, but they they just do a bit of a machine at the moment, aren't they? Well, they are, and the, unfortunately, since Origin in particular, the, Corey Norman and Ben Hunt haven't been at their best. They're, they're by no means the reason why the St no. George Yellowwater is not winning games, but they just haven't been. No. They haven't been at their best. Uh, Cameron McInnes, by far the best player for the Is for the well, That's a question, Joel. Is Frizzell happy? I couldn't really answer that for you, Steve. I'm not I, look being up here in Brisbane. I, I only can go on what I read. There's been little things come out of. There has been. There has yeah. been. Um, I, I, I couldn't. He's really, a very good player. Couldn't really answer it. I think he's played pretty well, mm. um, and he always gives his all. Uh, look, he doesn't look. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, he doesn't look happy, does he? At times, but I mean, look. look I think that's uh, him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. But. He's had a frown on his face of late, but I mean, no wonder the way the, the side's been playing. I, yeah. look, I, I can't answer it. Yeah, um, it's just interesting, you know. You, yeah. But um, you know, he, he's a great player, and I, I just think they just—they're uh, not up to it at the moment. They're not. This team has not gelled. Yeah. And it should. There, there's no reason why it shouldn't be when you look at the forwards that are in it. I mean, Paul Vaughan and Tyson Frizzell were outstanding for New South Wales. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Leilua's been, I think, one of their best. He was very good last week. Yeah. He, he's a very creative forward. 
very good forward. Um, Cameron McInnes has been fantastic been for great. the Dragons. Got James Graham in there. So you look at the team on paper. Um, guys like Corbin Sims off the bench, and you've got Origin and internationals in the in the the rest of the spine for the Dragons. So you couldn't honestly sure. look at that side and say that they're four. They, they should be fourteen. Mm. It, you don't you don't think that when you look at yeah. that team. They, they, they should it, be a top eight team. They should be. Oh, yeah, it, it'd be interesting to go when they do their review of their season, what they come up with. Mm. You know what went wrong. Um, that'll be interesting. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that that meeting because mm. yeah I got I won't say it publicly here but I got my my thoughts around that when you look at the team they got but you can you can pinpoint a, a couple of uh, crucial areas where not don't quite fit into a team dynamic you think so yeah. you have to write a column about that Steve uh, <laughs> well you know I, I just that's being honest I, I just look at that team you know you look around you look at it and you go uh, and we've probably spoken about it at the start of the year, but it's just, they're not, as you said, the reason why I say that now is because you did say it just before, and I agree with you, that they're not playing as a team. No, they're not. And you look at, ever since Bennett left in 2011, it's, the, the Dragons have been mostly very disappointing. Hmm. They have scraped into the finals a couple of times that, you know, they obviously did last year, and they should have won the second final against South Sydney until... They they stuffed it up in the final moments, um, but apart from that, we really haven't seen the Dragons perform anywhere near their best in, mm. ever since. It's gone on for too long. Yeah, it's really gone on for too long, and something's going to have to give. The, the Dragons can't dish that up next year without having a massive change to their roster. Well, they're too proud of club, mate. They, they won't allow that. It's not acceptable. No. Uh, look, we talk about the Broncos expecting success. Well, the Dragons expect it. Of <laughs> course they do. Uh, they they haven't had it uh, mm. of late, and they need some something. Uh, Roosters, Steve, in a, yeah. in a cakewalk? Yes, yeah, I, I, I believe. Roosters by a long way in that game. Uh, the Storm uh, hosting um, the Titans. Uh, Melbourne, uh, Craig Bellamy won't be happy with giving up 18 points no, no, and no. losing from there. That's not going to... Uh, that doesn't, that doesn't all go well for the Titans, does it? After coming off a loss like that, to then meet them at home. No, it doesn't. Oh, I've got to feel for them. You've got to feel for the Titans. <laughs> like, you know, and look, Craig, obviously, I mean, he, he would have been you know, ropeable. And, and so would have been Cam Smith, you know, mm. to be honest. And I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, I can definitely tell you, uh, guarantee you one thing, it won't happen again. Mm. Well, it's certainly not terminal for um, no. for the uh, Storm. The the Titans uh, just haven't had a win since uh, Garth Brown was sacked. Uh, Jared Wallace is back after um, missing last week's game. Uh, just had a new baby. Baby, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, good. Congratulations, guy. mate. To Jared, yep. So he's back in the team. Uh, Gordon, uh, for, for his last hurrah, his final season in the NRL, um, he, he's back at, at fullback. AJ uh, Brimson's on the bench. So um, there's a few changes there for the Titans. Curtis Scott's been named in the reserves. We The last time we saw him in action, we were scoring that magnificent try in Magic Round where he absolutely tore Suncorp Stadium apart. Mm. It was fantastic that night. So he's come back. Um, he's named on an ex- uh, extended um, reserves list there. Brandon Smith, that um, that real goer, he's back from an ankle He's injury. back. Well, I love watching him Look, play. before we... I mean... I guess we're both tipping the storm here. Yes, so. yeah. yes well. <laughs> There's been a lot of talk in the last few weeks about the storm's tactics. 
and, and all this stuff's read its head. What's your take on it? You know, there's been talk, a lot of talk about the rolling pin, the grapple tackle, the um, well, crusher well, tackle, all these. Which all one's the rolling pin? I, I, which one? Isn't that the one where your knee goes into the back of a calf? Is that that one? Is that the rolling pin where you get a, oh, get okay, a bit of a, yeah, a, yeah. a massage? Yeah, the rolling pin, the actual rolling pin does hurt if you push hard enough. Yeah. There's been a war of words between uh, Rabbits and uh, Melbourne. Yeah, look, uh, I, I mean, it, and it's been going off on social media, you know, and I, I just think, look. Uh, Twitter, you mean? Is that where you do Yeah, this? on Twitter, I, I, you know, I have a few battles here and there. And, um, who's, that, that's, whose camp are you in here, Steve? I'm in Melbourne's camp. I just It's just a bit of a tall poppy thing going on, to be honest. And it might be a little bit of grubby play, but there's nothing too much wrong with that. I mean, they're all in the can Smith about the year. He actually had the jersey in his hand. Mm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There was nothing wrong with what he did there. And to take offence but then get penalised for it, then get crucified, I'm thinking, all week. I, I didn't, you know, we going soft. And that's Steve Reynolds saying that, you know. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't known as the toughest player, but, geez, we're getting soft. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I made a comment and I said, you know, with the workplace health and safety will be moving in soon with the NRL. We'll all be in trouble. <laughs> well, the Storm have said that they've, they've gone over this with the NRL and the NRL said, you know, this is okay, this is okay. Look, they would hear about it if they've breached the rules. Of course, of course. And we, look, to be honest, the game's never been, uh, there's a lot, a lot been said recently about you know that it's it's not a game for grandfathers and and fathers and sons. Sorry, and fathers and parents. Well, the game to me looks uh, look. You played it, Steve. It looks to me like with guys like Payne Haas and David Fafita and the way the game's played, it looks tougher than it's ever been anyway. Yes, is yeah. that how you see it? It looks yeah, tougher than it is. Tougher. It looks as hard as it's ever been to play, as physical as it's ever been. Yeah, it is. So. Do, that's one thing anyway. It's not like we're watering the game down. No, it's not that we're watering the game down. But I, I just think when it comes to those crucial little... They can disrupt the game, you know, you know, because all of a sudden, what ha- you know, with the media going on about it and, and then then obviously then the public going on about it, well, then you hope it doesn't influence the officials, mm. you know, at the game because that, that can dampen a game. I mean, look, Melbourne are known for it. They're, they're smart... Shit, it noise. It can annoys me watching them sometimes. But I think, well, good on them, because mm. <laughs> then I'm happy at the other end because they're scoring great tries. You know what I mean? So, it 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 is frustrating. It can be frustrating as their opposition. But hey, they're not. I don't think they're doing anything wrong. Well, it's all about the rules playing within the rules. Yep. And look, the the to be honest, uh, there's. A, before I come to what what I was going to say was anyway, Steve is the best football I've seen in the last five years was the derby games between the Broncos yes. and the Cowboys. When that not this year, obviously they haven't been so mm. so flash, but I'm talking about 15, 16, around that time, 17. The way those two teams played football, you, you didn't notice the ruck. No, it, it, the game was played. It was free flowing. It was end to end. Whatever was going on in, in that ga- those games, as far as the the, the ruck right. goes, if there's any rules that need to be changed, change them so that that sort of football happens. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I like to watch, and I thought it was tough. It was, but it was great to watch. It was, it was the best, great footy. best football you could see. Having said that. Luke Lewis made a very good point the other night on on one of the shows uh, that he was on. He, he was talking about how you beat Melbourne, and there are ways around this if you're good enough. And the Roosters obviously showed ha- mm. how to do it in the grand final. But, but you know, you're targeting their edges a lot more, not, not getting tied down in that area, moving them around. Mm. Um, 
I've seen teams. There are ways around. I've, I've seen teams do it to them. I've seen Brisbane do it to them over the years. Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane. Very uh, un- not very often, Steve. No, yeah, but <laughs> there's been a, a couple of games, um, and they've they've just gone that fraction wider mm. um, early. Yeah, Manly do it best. Yeah, I and think. they catch them off guard. Mm. It catches Melbourne off guard because they want you there in the middle. Yeah. They want you there, but somehow they teams. I don't know whether it's egos or the coaches or the I don't think the players. I mean, they got their set plays, but they like they want to just draw the magnet into the middle and go. No, no, let's try something different against mm. the storm. You got to throw it, throw it around, and just just put them off their game. Yeah, well, it's going to be a talking point. It often seems to rear its head now, just just coming mm. into finals time. Look, it keeps the game interesting. Look, everyone's got their opinion on this. Yeah. And it's never going to go away. And until there are rule changes, and I, I don't know enough about what how, how this could be. It's hard to know how you could change the rules here. But the, the best football, like I say, that I've seen in recent times is that sort of derby style of footy. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's the sort of footy that the, the, the Cowboys-Broncos style of football. That's that's what I like to watch. I was never really a big fan of 6-4 grand finals and that sort of thing. And, <laughs> and, and slow rucks, I don't think anyone's a fan of that. No. Uh, you want to see that ball moving around. Mm. Okay. Uh, we're both tipping the Storm to beat the um, Titans. A humdinger of a game looming... Down at um, Canberra between the the Raiders and the Seagulls. Mm, uh, this this should be a belter of a game. How, how good were the Raiders last week? The way they came back and they Papali, were. he's in. The, this is a great battle, isn't it? Papali and Soliola up against <laughs> Power and Fanua Blake. Yeah, they, I know. They, is probably the form prop in the comp, and Fanua Blake and Power the, the form props to, as a pair. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I think yeah. You've we've talked about those two all year. Mm. Um, Soliola's. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't admit, forget him. He yeah. scored a great try the other yeah, night, he did. didn't he, when he ran around? Yeah. Was it against the Warriors? Uh, fantastic yeah, try. But what a unit, you know. He's, he's a big body, mm. and I've, I've re- pressed alongside Papali how he's been playing. And, look, oh, oh, this is going to be a tough match. Um, oh, you know, Desi's got the, these Eagles playing pretty well. Um, oh, he'd have to be happy with where they're at the moment. But uh, this is a big match. Um, Ricky's going to take it to heart down here. Um, it, you know, he... He'll really want this one. Um, it's down there. Um, I, I think Canberra can get this one. Yeah, look, this is a hard one, really. Yeah, it is a hard one. Uh, Manly's without um, Curtis Surinam, by the way. Um, He's been playing hamstring. well. Yeah, he has been playing well. So that's that's a blow for them. But, uh, oh, geez, this this game, really. It, 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 I reckon this is the game of the round, to be yeah. honest. I mean, the Broncos and the, and the, and the, the Rabbits is the one that's got... No, well, up the, the here. But I, I think this is the game of the round, Joel. You're right. Um, you know, Canberra v the, the Seagulls, and um, you know we've got two passionate coaches, um, you know, at the helm, uh, and both um, club playing captains, uh, coaches, aren't they? Both played their time at their their expected clubs. Premiership their, winners as premiers, players. Yeah. Uh, Des obviously as 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 a coach as well. Ricky's won a premiership with the, the Roosters. Roosters, but. Um, it's There's great. a lot on the line. The, the, what, the other thing factoring into this is both these teams have got tough draws coming into the uh, final series. Yeah. The, both these teams could slip out of the top four. Yeah. So for, for Canberra, despite how well they've gone, they could they could slip out of the four if if because they've got some really toughies coming Look, out, up. out of these two. I mean, I, I don't take a personal side. I'd really want Canberra to win this, to be honest. Mm. Um, but I really believe they can with the way they're playing. Mm. Um, that, but. 
but I always look across the other side and the Sea Eagles are playing some really good rugby league as well. So it's going to be tough and, um, you know, it, it's going to come down to some individual br- brilliance, uh, you know, like either from the Travoyevich's, um, you know, they're, they're, they're the ones you sort of look to get, mainly look to, don't they, to, mm. to make that, that play. And, um, you know, Canberra, you know, get a Jack Whiting, um, you know, bit of brilliance or, or Bateman or even Hodgson. I mean, you know, they've got some good strike players as well. Joey Lailua back. That's, yeah, that's been Lailua. big for them. Yeah, yeah. He, he was back last week against the Storm. This who, is, you, who are you backing, Joel? That's a, you haven't said who you're backing. I'm, I'm sticking with the Raiders. Oh, I'm going to back the Raiders as well uh, to win this game, to tip them to win. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Manly does win. But, um, you know, I, I think I think the Raiders at home... It'd be, be a match. They're looming. The, both these sides, I can see, doing damage in the finals. And this is why... Um, you know, if, if, say for instance, Parramatta and Manly do finish fifth and sixth, or, or although Parramatta could finish as high as fourth, I, I think anyone in the top six on their day can win. What I'm starting to feel in this competition is that Parramatta and Manly, if they make it through to the second week of the finals, could beat the losers of yes. say the big the big four at the moment are the four we're expecting to 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 stay in the four, although South are yeah. out of it. For a long time, it was Melbourne, Roosters, Rabbits, and Canberra. Yes. The Rabbits are on the slide a bit here. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me to see both Canberra and Manly in a prelim final. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, at some point. Yeah. Against, against two other teams. Say, say for instance. That's what makes it. The that's hu- what, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, that it's, it's making the comp pretty um, exciting coming into the, you know, when it finally it's all sorted. Um, in a couple of weeks, so but mm. uh, I'm, I'm still going to stick. I think they got the home ground advantage. They come off a great win last week, and um, they'll they'll keep the roll on. Yeah, I don't see any mental weakness in Canberra. No, like at times you've thought that they had too many big men, and, and maybe their capacity to lose games that they should have won when they went yes, out to leads. Yeah. I don't see that in them. I see yeah. only mental strength in yeah. this Canberra side. He's done a great job with them this year, Ricky. And you expect to see it in a manly team coached by Hasler. Yeah. N- nothing surprises me about what Des has done with no, his team. No. It just reminds me of everything that Manly stood for while he was in charge before. Yep. Uh, different players and probably not as talented right across the park as, as as they were when he had them back in 2011. But they're still playing with the same mentality. Same mentality, but and they still but they still have those important players. I talk, you know, and they I'll, do. I'll go straight. To, you can go to DCE and the Travoyevichs, to be mm. honest. Mm. Like Brendan Elliott and Moses Suley have been really good in yeah. the centres, but there's no Matt Iron line there. Yeah, they're, they're not Matt Iron line. No, but yeah, so there is a difference. I think yeah. if you look at it, uh, Travoyevich and Brett Stewart sort of you'd say they cancel each other out. Uh, Forum was there instead of Dylan Walker. If we go through this team, you know, Glenn Stewart, Jake Travoyevich, well, they'll, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, that's a, almost a tie. You know, what Mao was in the back row, he was probably better than um, what, what the Manly has now. I mean, you can't, it's hard to compare it's those guys, compare. isn't it? But look, where are they, these boys? <laughs> where are they? Yeah, well, that that was a great team. That it was a great team. team look, yeah. Manly, I'll be honest with you, Steve. You're talking about you, you want Canberra to win. Manly's my second side, so you're going to um, back Manly. I'm not backing them to. I, oh. I think Canberra will win, yeah, okay. but I, I do sort of hope Manly does well yeah. uh, any time they're playing. Okay, well, look, thanks very much, Steve, for that. There's so much to talk about this week. There's just one controversy 
after another, one one surprise after another. It wasn't there during the week. Yeah, there was. And football, it, it was one thing with suspensions, well, coaches leaving, uh, uh, sorry, Nathan Brown leaving. Yeah, looking um, for, yeah. The, the storm hullabaloo. Weekend matchups. What's happening here in Brizzy? Yeah, Bennett versus Seabold, massive. And guess what, Joel? It's all going to happen again next week. It is. I'm sure it should be bound to be. And we'll be here next week, Steve. Thanks, mate. See ya.